Welcome to Marketing Thought Leadership, the podcast that offers insightful discussions on thought-provoking marketing topics. Here's the host of our show, marketing consultant, speaker, author, and educator, and the president of L2M Associates, Linda Popke. Hi, welcome to our latest episode of Marketing Thought Leadership. This is Linda Popke. I'm here with Pamela S. Harper, who is the founder and president of Business Advancement, Inc. Pam is an internationally known business performance expert. She helps companies accelerate progress toward their key objectives. And her views are based on more than 20 years of internal and external consulting experience with companies of all sizes going through extraordinary growth and change. She's written articles on strategy, leadership, communication, organization, transformation issues, and they've appeared in a variety of trade association journals. And she's written a book called Preventing Strategic Gridlock, which is used as a text in university management classes. She's done a number of other things as well. She's been widely quoted in a variety of popular media, such as Business Week, Investors Business Daily, and Entrepreneur Magazine. And she's a member of the National Association of Corporate Directors. So Pam is here today to talk about how the art of corporate resilience impacts marketing. Welcome, Pam. Pleasure to be here, Linda. Great. Thank you for joining us today. So first I have to ask you, what exactly is the art of corporate resilience? Well, I think of it as an organization's ability to embrace their circumstances and apply a blend of creativity, instinct, and judgment so that they're not only surviving, but they're thriving. It's, it's a bit like martial arts, which, which I've studied. So whenever you encounter an opponent, you work with the circumstances that you're in, you use your creativity, your instinct, and your judgment, and you come up with some kind of solution that enables you to get out safely and move on. Okay. So tell me, and, and we're here in this, in this strange economic time, um, how, how does one really use corporate resilience to impact marketing? Well, the degree of corporate resilience impacts the way that everyone from the top leadership all the way through the front line approaches the challenges that come their way. For example, I was working a number of years ago back in the mid-90s with a defense contractor that was at the time about $100 million in revenues. And they were losing a major percentage of their uh, client base because at the time they were doing a lot of business with um, the military. And that just wasn't the time for uh, that kind of uh, client to uh, to uh, actually build up their base. So instead of going into cutback mode, though, this particular executive team made the decision that they were going to find a way to grow despite the situation that they were facing. And uh, we went through a process of looking at what other markets can we go into. And they actually came up with a number of different applications for their technology. They redefined themselves as a technology company instead of just a defense contractor. And I have to say that today they are a billion-dollar company, so they're doing very, very well. So a lot of it is, is kind of taking and reframing and redefining. It's taking your situation and it's looking at it in new ways. Remember, it's working with your circumstances and not saying, oh, we're doomed, but right, saying, right. what else can we do? How can we redefine it? You're right. Yeah, absolutely. So what would you say are common obstacles to, um, to corporate resilience in this type of economy? I see three things. The first is fear. You know, fear is just so pervasive right now. Everybody is looking at what the media is saying and going, oh, my gosh, you know, there's real doom and gloom out there. 
But I was talking to a director not that long ago, corporate director, and he was um, saying, you know, not every company is going through tough times. And I'm hearing this from more and more uh, people that I speak with. As much as the media promotes the fact that there are problems out there, there are companies that are doing well. So getting over the fear. The second thing is making the assumptions about a problem and its implications for the doom and gloom. So if your customers have cut back, what new needs do they have? You know, who else can you serve? The third thing is overlooking the role of organizational culture issues in resilience. And I think in this particular economy, we need to be open to change, but it can be much harder to change than you think. Uh, I see several different types of issues with culture, one being the fact that there is a formal culture, and then there's what really happens, which I call the informal culture. And you may think you're addressing all the cultural issues and overlooking the fact that there are strong values and beliefs and practices in place that reinforce doing things that work against you, and that can get in the way of resilience. That's absolutely true, yeah. I mean, and, and I think it's true that you know, we sometimes look and say, here's the way it's written down, but you're absolutely right. Looking at, um, at what's happening behind the scenes and the real power play is very different sometimes than what we see um, kind of officially. Yep. That's right, and it can keep us locked in to doing things in a way that don't help us to move forward. I can't emphasize enough, Linda, how important it is to be open to looking at doing things an entirely different way. Right. Yeah, so let's, let's kind of think outside the box, think outside the room. You know, you know, <laughs> You're right. Outside a, you know, a different way of doing things so that we can, we're in a different time. Well, that's right. It's, it's such a critical aspect of all of this. Absolutely. So tell me about why is marketing pivotal in, in terms of improving corporate resilience? How does this impact marketing and how is marketing involved in this? Well, if you think about what I was just saying in terms of the three common obstacles, marketing can really lead the way for looking at the situation or the circumstances in some new ways. Uh, a little bit like radar. You know, marketing is, can be very outward reaching in terms of uh, reaching out and seeing what's new in the business environment. So marketing is going to be the first ones, for instance, to uh, find out that maybe customers have some new needs that aren't being addressed or that maybe there's an, a whole new market that could be tapped into that isn't being tapped into. A little bit like the example I was telling you about, it was the marketing people that were identifying the fact that there were new ways for this defense contractor to apply their technology. And then, of course, there's repositioning. That's a whole other issue. Right. So marketing is, is kind of the instigator in some cases of, in terms of looking at and, and saying you know, to the rest of the organization, let's look at this from a different, a different light, different perspective. Well, that's right. And being very, very sensitive to the nuances in the market. Sometimes they're not easy to get at right away. So you may have to do a little more surveying. Right. Right, that's excellent. Okay. Can you tell us what would three things be that executives can do to, or what steps can they take to really increase the resilience of their marketing organization in particular? The first is to uncover the assumptions. I keep going back to this, but uncover the assumptions about the problems that uh, you're facing and their source. It's not always about the economy. Even mm -hmm. now, you know, so many times, 
there are issues that I've heard about that are things that companies can actually correct. And uh, people, uh, customers may be doing uh, business with your competitor because maybe it's hard to do business with you. Right. <laughs> so it's about how can you capture more of the market that does exist. It's not always about the economy. The second thing is to identify key stakeholders. You know, people who are beyond the usual suspects. So when you're coming up with resilient uh, kinds of uh, approaches, look, of course, to your customers, but look to alliance partners, outsource providers, independent consultants, contractors. On my website and in my book, I even refer to a number of different types of stakeholders that go beyond and above what uh, a lot of people think of. And you use this to become much more creative. The third aspect <laughs> is to uncover the aspects of the organizational culture that will advance and block uh, resilience. So for instance, how are you rewarding mistakes? Uh, how are team efforts applauded? Or do you have a culture of the rugged individualist? How are you building a culture that, uh, in your marketing department that's going to be a fit with uh, what's happening in the world and also a fit with the rest of the organization. So you can't just take the marketing organization and have it off onto itself. It's part of a continuum. Excuse me. So, so you've got to uh, be part of the bigger organization. And I think um, it, it's key what you just said about making sure you eliminate the obstacle because you can't just go through them. You've got to find a way to neutralize them or go around them or something of that nature. That's, That's right. Great. So thank you, Pamela. That's that's very um, very helpful to us. Um, you you told me before that you have some additional information for our listeners, and so perhaps you could tell us a little bit more about how they could find out about corporate resilience and marketing. Well, one of the uh, areas that I have on my website, which is businessadvance.com, is um, a tab that's called uh, additional resources, and on that page you will see a tab called special reports. And uh, if you press on that, you'll see a special report about building, um, improving your organizational culture and getting better business results. And uh, if you tap onto that, you will get a special report that's not accessible except by filling that in, and also uh, a subscription to the Harper Report, which also talks about issues having to do with how to improve your organization's resilience and move forward. Perfect. That's wonderful. So we've been chatting today with Pam Harper, and I just want to reinforce again that you can find this. Her website is www.businessadvance.com, and go to the uh, special report section, and you'll find something which is not available unless you know the URL, which we're telling you now. In addition, you may want to check out Pam's blog, which is pamharper.com, and that's P-A-M-H-A-R-P-E-R.com. Pam, again, has a book called Preventing Strategic Gridlock, which is available on Amazon. And I want to thank her for being here today and sharing her thoughts with us on corporate resilience. It's been my pleasure. Okay, thanks very much. Until next time, this is Linda Popke from Marketing Thought Leadership. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Marketing Thought Leadership, brought to you by L2M Associates. If you'd like to find out how you can improve the return on your investment in marketing programs, processes, or people, contact us at www.l2massociates.com.